Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We have been talking, certainly you've heard about this in the news about this mass poisoning said to have happened at a Markham restaurant, sickened as many as 12 people who got sick after eating some kind of chicken dish. And at the heart of the investigation is how this substance got into the, into the dish. Was it intentional? Was it accidental? Uh, either way, it's not, it's not good. The suspected culprit is something called aconite. This is a plant-based, uh, I guess, uh, serum. But it, it's highly toxic. It can be very deadly. Symptoms range from numbness, uh, cramping, coma, but you can also have a heart attack. It can kill you. And this was once upon a time used to kill wolves, but many believe it's got healing powers. And so it's used a lot in traditional Chinese medicines to treat things like circulation issues. Also, though, at one point it was um, associated with witchcraft. So if you've read Harry Potter, you may remember aconite was one of the ingredients to mix up potions, but it's dangerous. And yet it's very easy to find at health food stores or a pharmacy. You can get it in powder form, liquid form. There's even an aconite product marketed for children called uh, Kitty Calmer, which is used for children to get relief uh, for shyness and worry. But uh, why is it so available? Dr. David Yearlink is head of clinical pharmacology and toxicology over at the U of T. You've been very busy this morning, doctor, answering all these questions. So I hope you can answer ours. Thanks for joining us. Uh, my pleasure, Alice. I don't know if there's any uh, good answer to, to how this got into the dish it got into. It was either intentional or it was accidental. But how this stuff was even on the premise around foods, it, it shouldn't have happened. Yeah, I guess we should be clear that the idea that it's aconite is, is speculative and it's based upon how the patients who got sick presented. Um, the, you know, it takes a while to confirm the presence of aconite. But um, mm -hmm. but they had a very typical presentation, which involved the the acute onset very shortly after ingesting this dish of a, a bitter taste, nausea, vomiting, numbness of the face uh, and the limbs, which is a big clue. And then they very quickly, at least some of them, developed uh, irregularities of their heartbeat. And so, um, you know, it's 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 it sounds for all the world like a classic presentation of aconite poisoning. Um, but the confirmation, um, you know, hasn't been, it's not been confirmed yet. Uh, but as to how we get in a food supply, you know, there are reports in the, the literature and in the media of malicious, you know, deliberate poisoning because it is such a dangerous um, compound. But I, you know, if it's aconite, if aconite's confirmed, my suspicion is that it's more likely to have been a mix up um, or contamination of the supply. In fact, last year in British Columbia, um, two people were sickened by what sounds like aconite that made its way somehow into this ginger powder that was eventually mm. removed from the shelves. So, uh, so that's if I had to put money on what I think happened, that's what it would be. How fast do symptoms uh, present? I mean, when you have a dish and you, you have food poisoning, I mean, you get the nausea, cramping, diarrhea, those kinds of things set in, but it usually can take, I think, a, a few hours. How quickly do symptoms of this come into play and how fast do you have to act on them? Yeah, you make a good point. There's lots of different ways people can get food poisoning. Some happen quickly and some happen after a delay of six or more hours. 
But with aconite, uh, people get sick, you know, typically within minutes, they'll notice the food mm. tastes funny. In this case, I gather the chicken dish tasted somewhat bitter. Um, but, you know, uh, within, you know, within certainly 30 to 60 minutes, people who ingest significant amounts of aconite are very sick. So, uh, so this is not something that you, it's not like you eat the stuff at 10 p.m. and then you begin to feel unwell the next morning. That's, that's not aconite. And are there long t- uh, standing um, issues that you have to worry about? Like once you have been, uh, if, if this is the case, if you've got this in your system, does it, does it eventually go or, or are there long term uh, ramifications? Yeah, so, so if someone um, is, it gets medical treatment quickly, um, they either, they, they can still die because we don't have a lot of great treatments for this stuff, to be honest with you. But if they survive, they will generally do okay in the long term. It's, it's, it's really an acute poison. Um, you can imagine a scenario, though, where somebody, you know, comes to hospital, they have very serious poisoning, there's uh, significant problems managing their blood pressure, and that can deprive the brain of oxygen. And mm. so that itself could have long-term consequences, but it's not like it's not like lead, for example, or you know other poisons right. that can have chronic carbon monoxide. Uh, it, it's typically an acute poison, and if people survive it and they haven't been incredibly sick, um, you know, in, in those the first day or so, they generally do okay. I mean, when you look at the the market for alternative um, and, you know, uh, t- treatments outside the mainstream of medicine, it is a huge business, but it's also very reg- uh, unregulated. You know, 70 percent um, of Canadians in this country actually use alternative uh, medicines, but it, but there aren't a lot of regulations. My question would be, like, if something like this is so potent and has such ramifications, why is it made so so uh, readily available? Well, so aconite is uh, figures prominently in traditional Chinese medicine and in Ayurvedic medicine, so South Asian medicines. Right. Uh, but normally, it's uh, it's treated um, in a way that removes most of the aconitine before it's used. So there's a there's a um, the, the the actual dangerous alkaloid is called aconitine. A few other ones in there. Those are generally removed through the treatment process, and so. Um, I'm certainly not going to advocate anyone, you know, uh, be treated with this stuff or or, or seek it out. Uh, but normally, uh, normally, if if a, a practitioner of say traditional Chinese medicine is is um, you know recommending this, it's generally going to have most of the poison removed. That's of course um, what's supposed to happen. Uh, this is not, you know, these aren't being prepared always under strict quality control, and so. You know, you couldn't pay me to touch this stuff. I I, mm. I, I do remain surprised that people will use it. Uh, but um, and we've had deaths in Toronto uh, from young people who have been who have taken aconite based um, traditional Chinese medicines, thinking that it would fix their problem. And, you know, despite being in their 40s, have died. So it's uh, uh, it's it's a real concern. Well, it is, especially when you hear that there are products with uh, this kind of um, substance being marketed for children. I mean, how would you even know uh, if the poison's been taken out? I mean, it really depends on where you do your shopping, but there is no real regulation or oversight. And so, again, like, how would you know you're getting the proper amount and or that those toxic uh, poisons have been taken out? You wouldn't. I mean, the, yeah. the um, you know, it's, you go to a pharmacy and you get a, a, a tablet or a capsule or a liquid dispensed to you, you know what's in it because it's made mm-hmm. under strict quality control conditions. 
that's not the case with something that you, you buy from a guy in a shop somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't mean to disparage that that branch of uh, of healthcare. I know that lots of people put faith in it, but it's simply a fact that that the that the uh, treatments that you receive at places like this are not, you know, they're not made by Pfizer and they're not made by Merck. They're 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 made by people who um, are, are perhaps not as good at, at quality control, and that's why people die sometimes. Yeah, uh, just quickly before, Doctor, uh, we let you go, how qu- uh, how quickly, I know toxicology can take some time, but how quickly will we get um, findings uh, for what happened here? It's funny you ask. Just a, 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 just this morning, I was trying to help coordinate testing of samples of the patients involved. Um, I, I don't know for sure, but I anticipate that we will have some idea within a week or so of whether aconitine was detected in the blood and urine of the people who were sickened. So uh, I, I, we should know pretty soon. And I would imagine that public health is investigating what's happened inside the kitchen um, to, you know, looking at the various products that were used in the preparation of this dish. And I hope, you know, I, I don't um, mean to sound alarmist, but I think it's fair to point out that if this is a case uh, of contamination of, say, ginger, as it happened in BC, you know, mixing up one brute with another, um, uh, and it wasn't and it came from a package as opposed to something that happened at the level of an individual restaurant, it's not outside the realm of possibility that other people could become sick as well. So it's really important for people listening to this, if they Mm -hmm. develop illnesses uh, shortly after, um, you know, uh, of the the type I described with the the, the rapid onset of intestinal upset and, and nerve symptoms in their face with numbness and weakness and so forth, you, know, you can't get to a hospital fast enough. So um, I, I think the, this, the, the, uh, the, there's more to learn on what exactly happened here, but I think it's worth, in the meantime, being cautious with um, what you eat and where you eat. Absolutely. It's a big wake-up call, I think, for a lot of people who don't question this, but should. Uh, doctor, thank you so much. I know you're very, very busy, but uh, it's a lot of information. It's important, and I appreciate you joining us to give it. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. That's uh, Dr. David Yearlink, who is a head of a clinical pharmacology and toxicology over at the U of T. So we should have those results in about a week. But nonetheless, buyer beware, ask questions and uh, maybe follow, don't touch it. I wouldn't touch it. I'm Alex Pearson. This is 640 Toronto.